It's time for Two Sticks and a Stone. We're back again with the Yuletides, and we're here to jingle your bells <laughs> and hope that you'll kiss the mistletoe that's on our belt loops. <laughs> Two Sticks and a Stone, I'm Jeremy Shaw. I'm Liam Flynn. I'm and- Kirk Felberg. But this time, I have a machine gun. That's ho, right. ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any plan. I was like, oh, it's December. I'll just say a bunch of Christmas shit before every episode. Like, why not? Whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. What's up? I got tattooed. What's new? Oh, yeah. I haven't even seen it yet. Got That's right. Yoda and Luke, this is the most painful tattoo I've ever gotten. Uh, so the wrist? Yeah. Really? it's yeah. Well, dude, this, this spot that, right here is yeah, killing me. Like, you've seen, like, right there, that black spot at the bottom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was funny because he came to work and he was explaining it. And I was like, yep, no, I have no idea what the wrists feel yeah, like. Right. <laughs> no idea what the wrists feel like. Yeah. And and I was just showing him mine. I was like, yeah, dude, like it, it, it sucks. It's terrible. Like something about how tender and all those veins and stuff being there. And then we joked about it. I'm like, I don't know how people kill themselves where they just take a razor and just go. Fah. I'm like, cause that just getting tattooed there sucks. Yeah. I can't imagine getting up the guts and being like, I'm going to end it. And I'm going to do it in one of the most painful Ooh. ways possible. No, like, for real. It's a, I would start oh. to do it and then I'd get a shiver down my sweat and be like, Oh, I just set that down. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, I've said this many, many times to my friends where I've been in really low places and they're like, we just want to make sure you're going to be okay. I'm like, no, you understand. Like I'm a tough man, but I won't care myself because I'm a bitch. I'm afraid it's going to hurt. I'll never even attempt it because I'm afraid that I'll, I'll be the one who fucks it up and like stretches his neck in the wrong direction. And I'm stuck like this for the rest of my life with like a, like a lazy eye. Or some <laughs> shit. Like that'll be me. Like it won't, it won't happen the way it's supposed to. Yeah. No, it was uh, funny when he was doing it. He was like down there and I was like, Oh, this hurts so bad. Like wherever he was doing right there. He's like, yeah, I was thinking about doing the little chin guard there. And I was like, nah, I've given him enough for that today. <laughs> So yeah, you could tell I was really feeling it, but it was like three hours worth. So yeah, nice. yeah, it was. Uh, you, you should have told him to hold your hand because <laughs> that's what I do when I'm joking. When it when it's something really painful, like when he's doing my uncle, I was like, hold my hand. He like, oh, hold my hand, and he just, just laughs. Dig your nails yeah, into it. He just laughs. I'll just be like, mm, that's a good one. <laughs> that's what I do. Cause usually I don't have to say anything until he gets, he'll just like randomly be going and then he'll just, hit the, I don't know why there's a spot. Mm-hmm. It'll be like extremely painful compared to everything else. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like there. I'm like, I don't know. It just hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will. I'll, I'll try to like sit up a little bit and watch what he's doing. And then when it hits a painful part, like from what Eli said, I, or Eli said, or maybe it was, Josh, I know, but like, I just lay back. Like I bite my bottom lip and I'm like, fuck. And I just like lay backwards. I'm like, I'm not watching this anymore. It sucks. See, with me on this time, um, you know, he's like pushing down on your arm and like tattooing. So right. my arm is like this. And so anytime he went to like get more ink, I was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, stretching my elbow. Oh yeah. Down. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Dude, Dude, it was so nice getting my leg done and then not having to move my leg. Like that's the only that was been the nice part about not getting my arms done is I'm just laying on this pillow and I'm just like hanging out and it hurts and it sucks and he's going over the shin or whatever. But then he's done and I'm not just like, eh, and just like stay there. Like I don't have to. Yeah, because you're right. That arm thing like you gotta stretch out your wrist. Well, it's just like he's and you gotta pressure like, like on the backside of the elbow. So it's pushing up more than you yeah. I want it to. So it well, kinda... it's not even like it's it's the pressure. But there's also other positions where he has to have you like turn your arm out yeah. a little bit mm-hmm. and then holding that for six or seven minutes. You're like. You gotta like shake it out, or my fingers will go tingly sometimes. Thing. I haven't had the if fingers. he has me hold it like this or like backwards like this. Mm. Then sometimes my fingertips will like 
get get tingly or fall asleep and i gotta just like move my hand for a second and then put it back down and it's fine nice yeah we so, uh, and we figured out where what's gonna go in the empty spots so if it all planned out now it's and it's cool or it sucks a little bit because i'm looking forward to getting this all finished and i remember myself to do right here on my chest <laughs> it's like not quite there yet still even though i keep thinking it's almost done right but yeah yeah but uh january uh, middle of january it's the next one yeah you've got i mean i guess it depends on what he's going to put in all the empty spots but you still got definitely several months left yeah um this depending on how often you go this will be a pretty basic symbol and there's going to be another character right here his name is bendu he's like a giant monster thing from the rebels tv series um, and it's gonna be on the elbow itself uh he's gonna be like between the lightsaber and the symbol here okay he's gonna like come are you down gonna do anything at all on the elbow i mean he'll kind of cover it but we don't want him to do to have too much of his detail on the elbow because of the type of skin that's there right so we'll probably just do a lot of coloring of some sort or like, i just feel like it's a rite of passage like I mean, you I'll like just, you like you did the bicep you did the armpit you did the wrist and it seems like the last part of the rite of passage of getting a sleeve done is like, you got to get something on the, the I mean, he'll elbow. definitely like have you got to experience everything. I mean, he'll definitely like go dark over the elbow. Like it will be tattooed. Like my right. whole arm will be covered, but this is what the oh, okay. passed it along to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like look then. <laughs> um, his, yeah, his name is Bendu. He's like a character that's not good or bad specifically with the is force. Is he one of the black guys according to Ali's mom? <laughs> <laughs> um but he's he's like the one in the middle is how he describes himself he's is it of, gonna be just his head yeah it's gonna be basically that image but it's gonna be like some of the antler things coming up behind him so that's what i'm saying like you're talking the elbow some of that will probably feed over the elbow stuff like that and like the the antlers and stuff on his head too like those will all be Not there whatever those are it. just mostly his or is face. that like a helmet because no, i don't i don't a, even know he's this a character. giant beast um so he it's as part of him but um so it's going to be mostly his face and then some of like around the top of his head, but not he, like the whole thing. He looks almost identical to those big fucking things that you fight, um, like the centaur looking things, Kirk, on like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, dude. That's I was what that guy that. looks like. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, there's a he's a, a one of Ali's favorite characters ever um, in Star Wars. Um, she's very jealous that I'm getting him tattooed. Is he only in the animated yeah, stuff? He's only in Rebels, not Clone Wars. Um, okay, yeah, I was going to say, because that's another, obviously an animated picture, but I just don't remember seeing anything like that. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely got to put the whole helmet and everything else in there. That That's a fucking crazy oh, yeah. setup. Well, we would like to, but there's not enough room, unfortunately, so it's just getting kind of mostly the head. But uh, I showed, I, I brought it up, the, the, a zoomed in image of that to Eli, and he was like, there's no way. He's like, but it's really cool. And so he just started looking at it, trying to find a way to put him into it somehow. Right. So like we are getting him in there. He's going to kind of mostly be hiding in the background and stuff, but he's not a like a primary character in Star Wars, but he's is like the one in the middle. He's kind of in the background. So it's kind of cool to have him where he's going to be. Okay. So it works well. And I think it's going to be fun. I think you should get your armpit done. No. <laughs> then, then you have full rite of passage once you get the armpit. Eli told me he thinks that the inner bicep is worse than the armpit. I think I, that's what he told me. I bet I could see the pain. What maybe by armpit, more? like where there's hair, like inside yeah. of the armpit. Yeah, I'm talking like right in here. Like, oh, uh, I got pretty damn. I don't close. know if that's yeah. I'm talking like, like in there though. Like, ugh, yeah. I don't want to be tattooed in there. Yeah, because this one doesn't go. Yeah, it stops. And I think this one too. I just don't feel this one. This one one got here. 
See, I would definitely that's, do that's it. That's kind of in the armpit, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying with the mine. smoke, but... Meanwhile, nobody can, and listening can see what we're doing. They're just listening right, to right, us. Right. Yeah, they're just watching me go, it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. It's kind of right there. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I remember know. getting that smoke done, and I couldn't put my arm down because it just puffed, and I was like... Dude, still doing <laughs> this oh, just shit. hurts so bad because it's just it's only this one little spot right here at the bottom is all scabby and uh, it's because um, i had the santa during my like wraps on it and i was at work and then just because it's your wrist it started peeling right there and so i never i like put water on it and stuff but i never got to do a full clean of that stuff until i got home so it was right. like just getting dry all day so it's like super aggravated now yeah uh, that uh, I want to go in, but yeah, that's been a bit for you, boy. No money. Yeah, I know. Obviously. Uh, but no, I would, you I would get the my, money to get your car fixed. Uh, no, <laughs> but I could make it happen. Let's put it that way. Okay. I would just throw it on one of my credit that's cards. That's kind of yeah. what yeah. my emergency is essentially. Yeah. Too. That's what I was kind of thinking about. Like, depending on what I end up doing, I might just try to like, Get, Cause I mean, I could use another line of credit for like the next tier of like, you know, cause how you want, like, it's like something like eight to nine, um, lines of credit to be like in the good tier. And then like excellent is like fucking 11 to 21 or something ridiculous, right. but I could probably use another line of credit. So I was thinking about baby, just trying to find one that has like a two year, like balance transfer, like zero interest oh, yeah. or something, yeah, something right like that. and just yeah maybe just throwing it on there and then working on paying it off but also not trying not freaking out about interest because like i i, I know like i've said it before but literally this past few months is the first time i've ever had to pay interest on anything like i've always paid off my credit cards like i've never <laughs> never had it fucking roll over or anything so now i'm like sweating it a little bit i'm like well this is gonna suck I hate <laughs> but you. Oh, well, you got to make it happen. I've always paid interest on cards for the most part, but it's mostly like sometimes on accident, depending on how bills run. But other times it's usually on purpose because just so I can get a couple extra payments in there and then pay it off or whatever, just to like yeah. move it along. Yeah. But, but oh, uh, well. I hate credit cards, but I also they've saved me so much. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like they're a necessary evil. Yeah, yeah. for real. But so what if if I if I end up doing that though, maybe I'll schedule an appointment. It's like, dude, I haven't seen my fucking tattoo artist in so long. Just schedule them far out. I mean, yeah, I probably will do that. I just want to make have more of a an idea of what's kind of happening. So I want to schedule a consultation. And then maybe you can schedule a consultation and plan it out more and then actually schedule like a date farther out. Yeah, maybe. Consultations or I could probably just text them and hang out. Mainly miss that's him. That's kind of more what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I would get my arm put done if I was like connecting a cool chest piece though. But I don't have any chest piece in mind. I kind of want to do my leg next. He wants to make this look more metallic looking. So I thought that was a cool idea. Yeah, that'd be sick. So, but then it's going to connect the shouldery stuff and whatnot. So yeah. It's kind of like the idea was like the kind of samurai thing is kind of how he described it. I don't remember what the top it's called a certain kind of tattoo, but how to do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's where the idea comes from. Does your, does your fiance and also your girlfriend, do they find uh tattoos and heavy tattoos like a turn on? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm the same way too though. I'm indifferent. 
I mean, yeah, I like it doesn't need I to also, be there. Like, yeah, I, uh, yeah like I guess I it's not a requirement for me, but I do find heavily tattooed women like, but it has to be like good tattoos. Like, yeah, it's it a bunch of bad. shitty tattoos. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. oh, it looks yeah. like they spent some time in prison or whatever. <laughs> not so much, but yeah. No, I was just curious because my ex was like that. Where, um, when I first started my Batman sleeve, she was just kind of like, you know, yeah, I think you look pretty good with with sleeves. And then once the sleeve was getting closer done, she was like. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. Also, she was like, yep, keep going. If you get tattoos, I think it kind of plays into it. So like Allie has tattoos. Yeah. So then I think she just likes them on me. And hence I have tattoos and I like them on her. Yeah. I will say I actually didn't like I didn't care that much, but I didn't really prefer tattoos. Like I preferred girls without tattoos at all. And then getting tattooed definitely changed my mind, but I'm still indifferent. Like if they don't have tattoos, I'm totally cool with it. I don't care. But then, like, yeah, the right kind of like setup, and it's like heavily tattooed, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. If Jade got sleeves, though, would you be like, no, that's totally better, or do you think you'd be like, I mean, better is not a good word. It's for still it. Jade, but yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, but it can be though. Like, you can realize something after someone gets something done and go, yeah, that is better. But I just didn't know until you got it done. Yeah, no, that's a fair. So you're point. not like insulting them and being like, oh no, this would be way better, but just being like, oh, now that you've gotten that done. Yeah, I mean, you know, I definitely think it'd be cool, but I also you, kind you of definitely de- went from a three to a six or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so no. low. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I was talking I'm about down. myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm down. I'm, I'm definitely like curious also to see kind of what she wants to do. Like, I know she wants like a Disney sleeve, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I would wonder how it's like. Uh, Allie has two sleeves planned. She's doing this one with the gnome and the snail. And now she has the bird. She's going to have a fairy on the outside and it's going to end up being eventually a whole fantasy sleeve. And then the other one is going to be mostly or all black and white um, flowers slash plants from Disney films. She can have the Alice in Wonderland flowers, the ones that sing. That's Probably. what I was just thinking of. I'm like, that's the, those are the only distinguishable plants There's I can the think of. First thing that popped in the- um, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. There's, um, the, there's the, the, the leaf from like Wally. Like the one growing like leaf oh, that they're carrying around more most of the time. Like Disney princess type things. Um, I, okay. I can't remember. She had so a just, bunch. So more old school Disney than that. I think so. Yeah. She had a bunch of different ideas and I don't remember exactly what they were. Um, but then I remember one of the ideas though was hiding Heimlich in one of the leaves. Hmm. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> that would actually be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Even a couple of them. <laughs> a couple of Heimlich. Well, no, like, like, uh, like Hyman, but then also uh, the, um, Fuck! I forgot his name, but the um the the stick magician. Yeah, <laughs> like he'd be hilarious to like hide in there, like in the stem or yeah, something too. Something. Like that would be that'd be pretty creative. Yeah. Um. But I told her on this uh fantasy sleeve that she should get um some Venus flytraps. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Okay. Oh yeah. I'll have to let you guys know in case Allie wants to go, and I don't know if you're going to want to go, but like my daughter got a part in the Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Musical that she's doing at her school. Nice. So I didn't know. I forgot. She's like, not just seating us. No, no, yeah, no, not, not, yeah, no, not, not just seating you guys. She actually has like a part in it and doing singing and dancing and stuff. Yeah. It's not like the Primavera thing. <laughs> that was shitty. Uh, I looked like such a fat kid that night. It was so funny. Like I didn't care. And I was just sitting there and I was enjoying myself, but I had all this food that I couldn't eat That's so because, funny. Of, because of my diet plan and it's meals for six people. And I'm sitting at a table by myself with like all these cheeseburgers oh and French fries. I'm just like eating a French fry every now and then like, oh, I can do this. This won't be so bad. Like this isn't a bad amount of salt, but I looked up everything else online and I was like, Oh, like I can't, Yeah, all this other shit's going to be bad for me. It was all tilted barrel food. 
Mm. It was all full of food from Tilted Barrel. And their food's uh, good, but not when, you're, not when you're trying to eat well. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't good at all. Yeah. And then it was funny because like they had a contest at the end for every table. And they're like, if you're sitting in the chair that has a sticker on the back of it, you get to keep the centerpiece candle that smells like Christmas apples. And I was like, well, I'm fucking taking it because I don't care who has the fucking sticker. Right, right, yeah. I'm the only one sitting at this table. And then I got up and I had the sticker on my chair anyway. And I was like, all right, that's All right. fine. <laughs> I was grabbing the candle. I can get everything I can out of this. That's it was a $125 fucking table that I just sat up by, by myself. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Those things kind of happen. <laughs> so, yeah. So you got Speaking to have Christmas apples. I'm very excited for you guys' Christmas presents. I think you're both really going to like them. Nice. Oh. Mm-hmm. I got you something, but I, I still feel like it's not up to par for Is the amount of time card? you spent helping my car. Oh, that's time. a fucking wash, dude. That doesn't matter. I know, but I still no, feel in you, debt to you. you. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> uh, you hold debts in your brain like I do. I That's do, what I, I do. do. Like I if someone helps me fucking. out with something or like when people help me move and I'm like, I don't think this is enough pizza. He doesn't, he, he still looks like he's hungry. Like I still, like, I still feel so bad where I'm like, I need to, I need to do more. Like I need to step it up. Well, like, I just I feel bad. Like if people, cause like with moving what you're saying, like I've definitely helped people move who, when you get there, they haven't packed. Yeah. And I fucking hate it. Oh, and yeah. so like I'm like want to be the guy that's not that so like you didn't show up till the last time I moved but he did and like everything was just in the living room they all we had to do was make a, a train yeah and all the furniture was like in the garage all the boxes were in the living room everything packed up and I was like this is quite a nice change <laughs> yeah, right? I like it like yeah, yeah, all my just, other friends yeah it's just like scrapping shit together yeah, especially Jared. In that bag. <laughs> yeah no Jared doesn't even pack he just fucking well, Jared he's also like, is a room that's true. Andy's very minimalist, but it's fucking funny watching him pack. Yeah, it was crazy how much there was shit there was in that living room. Like, I had like eight boxes tall and like 10 stacks of them. It probably wasn't 80 boxes, but it felt like that just in that room. Like, you know, yeah. you know that moment in the Santa Claus when he gets the list? Yeah. That's what it felt like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I definitely hold debts like that. I fucking cannot stand feeling like, you know, indebted to people I don't know. well and i can i can i can wipe that slate clean pretty quickly too like if someone helps me out and i'm like oh, okay i owe them something and then they're a dick i'm like we're even <laughs> not yeah, even thinking about fair. that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like uh like it's it won't funny. Even, that won't even happen because i feel like jer felt like that when i helped him replace all the interior in his car so he kept you know he's like yeah i'm gonna buy you food like do this or whatever and then all throughout this like car trouble i've been having or whatnot like he's been the one that's fucking like either picked me up or like done that like he's just done literally everything and now i think about it, i'm like he probably still feels kind of bad that we put like 16 hours of work into his car and like you know he feels indebted to me like it's better that way though than like oh, you yeah. coming home and being like yeah my car's still fired blah blah and he's like oh that sucks dude no <laughs> really he'll even be like no he's been sick he'll be like uh i'll be like when do you work and he's like oh i work at this time and i'm like okay well if on your way to work you know, if you mind picking me up, that'd be sweet. And he's like, I'll just leave now. It's all good. I'll just go into work early. And I'm like, well, I appreciate it. Like, thanks, dude. Fuck <laughs> right. Yeah. And then Williams tell me out. Yeah. And already. he goes to Hawker a lot. So I just bring yeah. him home. But yeah, other than that, though, do you think Hawker's a good place or do you feel it, like you're getting I, ripped I, off? Hawker's, I like that. I like I, I like Hawker's like the amount of Should work we be talking about them. I don't know. Yeah, we could bleep out the name, I guess. Yeah. But um, no, I, I, I mean, I like them. And like, 
it's it's a lot different for example like when you're talking to like the dude i've been working closely with there as opposed yeah he's super chill um as opposed to like when you go into a dealership or something and those fucking salespeople are on you you know it's just such a different feeling whereas like him it's not pressure yeah yeah, it's not for him he's like dude it's more personal i feel awful like i mean you're saying he's like i feel awful to give you this news i'm gonna help out in literally every way i can like even with the clutch thing initially um when I brought it in, he's like, hey, man, like, you know, I feel bad. Like, I'm going to charge you for just the part. I'm not going to charge you for labor this time. Like, you know, it just stuff like because, you know, he understands. I'm assuming, you know, kind of what I'm going through. And every, yeah, he's just like, dude, like, take your time. You know, if you need anything, like, let us know. Like, we're going to, you know, it, it, they've worked well. Whereas opposed, you know, again, salesmen, they do not give a mm-hmm. fuck about you. I literally had one salesman um, when I before I bought that car. And I was test driving a car before work um, and it was in like Longmont. And so I had to drive back up into uh, Loveland. And so I'm like, yeah, thanks for the test drive. Like, yeah, I'm going to think about it. Um, I got to get to work. And the dude was like, no, what? no, you're buying a car. Like, you you don't need to go to work right now. And I was like, nah, like I'm going to be late. Like, it's like, I mean, we could sign the papers real quick. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm going to think about it. And he literally was like, at a certain point, he was like, here, no, no, give me your phone. Like, I'll call your manager and like let him know for you or whatever. And so I got into work and it was fucking Zach back when he managed Papa John. Yeah. Papa John. So I go over there and uh, I explain the whole situation. He's like, Oh, you should have let him call me. <laughs> I would have been like, No, he needs to come into work. Like, what are you talking? Like, he was about to kind of freak out on the oh guy. Oh my gosh. That's so, so I'm funny. like, <laughs> but uh, also, um, like, uh, the owner of this place is Ali's brother in law's dad. So like I, oh, know, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so that's well, that's why we go there because I know him, and so anytime I'm there, it's really nice. We, he's really friendly and whatnot, and he's always been nice to me outside of that too. So like that's part of why I go there. And then shit, the, this guy at the front is like a really nice dude as a whole. He's always super helpful. Mm. When I went there last time, um, they changed my brakes, and then my brakes started squeaking. But then also when like my tire rotated, it would just do like a okay, <laughs> super annoying. Yeah. Um, and they didn't hear it because the brakes have to warm up, so I had to go on a day off and drive around everywhere in neighborhoods to get my brakes all warmed up. And then I went and told him and he just went for a ride with me and I showed him and he took the car in the next day and I just got it figured out. So yeah, I've had my back brakes like, cause I've had all those parking brake issues. I've right. had my back brakes done like probably four times and I only paid once the very first time. Every other time he's like made sure to warranty it. He's even warrantied my brakes to get me like, nicer calipers to see if like that was the issue like yeah they go uh, they definitely i don't get a weird feeling i think they also i think also if you're doing if you're a loyal customer i think they try harder for you too especially if you're not an asshole because i definitely come in when like him and the other dude are like shit talking some of the customers be like what the fuck dude like i did this for free i did them this and like i saved them two hundred dollars there and like they just want the car back like and like they'll just go (laughs) off and i'm like I could understand. Yeah, <laughs> fucking people suck. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, but yeah. Also, I went snowboarding with one of our coworkers. Assuming you can guess who that K-dog. was. Yeah. K dog. I went up. Uh, oh yeah. Last Wednesday with him, um, and then I think I might go with him and another one of our coworkers. It also starts with a K name. Yeah. Um, I usually call him the Mushroom Cloud Supreme. 
Yeah. Allie calls him uh, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, actually, that's really funny. <laughs> never thought about that. When we very, very first started working with each other, I think I was there only like my second night and I was doing the lobby driver a lot. Mm-hmm. My nickname for him was don't come near my kids. And he just kept laughing. And I was like, no, seriously, you fucking stay away from me. <laughs> he didn't know my personality yet. And then once we got to know each other, he's like, Jeremy, you're funny as shit. <laughs> yeah. For the first couple of nights, I was like, don't you fucking come near my kids, you fucking weirdo. And he's like, I'm just trying to talk to you, man. You said you like music. So we talk. And he always uh, asks so me about funny. a band. I'm like, I've never heard of them ever. And he's like, huh? It's like, he listens to nothing I listen to. So yeah. It's always funny whenever yeah. he asks me. I'm like, why Why do you think I would know? He <laughs> listens to a lot of different to music genre. that I listen to as far as genre, but then he'll name something. I'm like, I, I've never heard of that ever. Yeah. And he's like, seriously? Yeah, yeah, seriously? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, like, I listen to that kind of music. And I've never heard of that before. But okay. Yeah, that's fucking funny. But yeah, no, snowboarding was good. I'll probably go again this Wednesday. Um, just to Eldora, though. I was... Obviously I've broke. never been snowboarding once. I've Skiing? been snowboarding twice, no. never skied, and I ate shit both times. And I was like, this is too expensive to get good at. <laughs> so I just stopped. Dude, it is very expensive. That is for sure. Once you kind of have like one thing that sucks is I really need a new board. Everything else I'm fine with. Like I have goggles that I've only used a few times. How much are boards? A lot. Um, I'd say like if you found a good cheap one that's like maybe on sale, I'd say maybe like 200 but I would say it's very easy to spend around like five for still like, a, you know, you could still be getting a good price on a board for five mm. is what I'm saying. Like it's it can go up there. Yeah. But the board I've had for like 10 years and it's a hand me down that I got. So I don't even know how old it's been. And like the company is like Ross and Noel or something. I don't know how to pronounce it, but they make they're known for like skis. They don't really make snowboards. I mean, my snowboards like fine, but yeah. When I pick up, because Jer just got a new snowboard and he got new bindings, because um, Burton just came out with these new ones where you can step into your bindings. You don't have to do them yourself because he can't because of his back. Right. So like whenever we whenever we would go up, I would do his bindings for him after we got off the lift. And uh, but he finally was testing those out. And so he mounted his bindings and he like handed me his board. I'm like, holy shit, this is so light. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, seriously, my board's so heavy because it's all like the old technology. Okay. Which sucks because like, I, I don't want to say I'm like great at snowboarding, but I'm at the point where I definitely know that my board is like holding me back slightly hmm. because yeah, of yeah, like how... That's, that's realistic. Yeah, because of how yeah. heavy it is. Like I can still jump and stuff and, you know, do like 180s and whatnot, but yeah, I can I've, feel it. <laughs> I've been invited by people where they were like, like just random conversations with people. I told them that when I lived in California, I surfed and they were like, they're so similar. Like you control everything with your back leg, blah, blah. blah. And then they were like, I'll, I'll pay your lift ticket. Like you can use one of my boards. Like it won't cost you any money. You're just going to come up there and hang out with me. We're going to drink and hit the slopes. And I was like, no, no, I want to go. And he was like, why? I'm like, you want me to drive in the cold? To go up in the cold and play in the cold dude. and be in the cold. Dude. Fuck you. No. Like, I don't <laughs> want to do any of I that. I don't like the snow. You get so fucking hot. That's what everybody says. I was. Yeah. Everybody was like, dude, you'll end up taking like layers pig. off by the time you get up there. I'm like, that's cool. But I still don't like. I Yeah. It's just I mean, so I uncomfortable because I warmed did that. I wore all the layers and shit. But yeah. The thing for me is I can't fucking snowboard. So I'm just falling over and getting up. And as you're trying to get up, you just fall over. 
You know, when you're trying to figure that whole balance yeah. shit out. And so I'm sweating my ass off. I'm miserable. Can't fucking move. And I finally move 10 feet and I fall over again. I fucking hate it. And then you have fucking people that know what they're doing waiting on you. And you're like, just yeah. fucking go. I'll get down there in two hours. Just I will say learning to snowboard fucking sucks. Yeah. And also, like, I always get fucking nervous um, getting off the lift. Because you have one foot connected, so it's just like holding all of this, and then like sometimes there's a gap between like where you get off the lift and just like nothing. Yeah, and I'm always nervous. My ankle is just gonna get caught there. It's just gonna pull me and break it. And like Dude, it just <laughs> freaks me out. I've, I've <laughs> broken a ski lift before, falling off of it. Like yeah. no joke. When I lived in California, because that's where I learned to snowboard, um, I was like getting on the lift and I fucked up somehow, and so the lift was like the. Some of them will slow down a lot, you know, when they get to like picking you up, but some of them will like maintain you have to a just pretty jump quick... on there too. That shit sucks. You're like hobbling over there with yeah. one foot with a giant thing sticking off it. Like sit they down. actually <laughs> no, they changed it. It's weird. There's a fucking conveyor belt now. So what you do is you like so it's called skating. Well, at least there. Yeah, well, at least at Eldora. But um there's a few other places that have it. Apparently it's like a European thing, or at least that's what Kevin was saying. But anyway, um, so yeah, you do the skating, which is when you have the one foot out. And so you like kind of like you're skateboarding and then you stick your foot, you know, where your back binding kind of is. I usually jam it into it, but then you like go up to the lift and then, yeah, there's a conveyor belt that you just slide onto. And then that brings you to where you need to be. And then the chair picks you up, but it's weird. Cause I wasn't used to that at all. And so I almost fell getting on the conveyor yeah. belt. So I was like, sliding sliding stop and then like almost fell forward and kevin's like whoa you get i was like what the fuck is this like I, I, i'm not used to this I shit i will say when i got those little <laughs> moments where i was actually going and doing it right um they were like really exhilarating and fun it was but it was so far like far between and i was like i would have to buy a board and i have to pay to come up here every fucking time you have to drive up here and all the gas i was like it's just too much of a fucking that's thing why you get a to- season pass dude because yeah. kevin has already paid off his season pass like and it's Right, still but I December. Don't think I you know? would do like, that because I wouldn't want to be driving up into it every time. That's fair. There that's is. my thing too. Like driving up, yeah, like Let's, driving in the snow to get to the snow yeah. to play in the snow to drive down from the snow in the snow to get out of the snow. Yeah, so I, I, I can I understand. I yeah, for someone who doesn't like snow, but it is really fun. Learning snow is beautiful. I just, I'm just yeah, not a big fan. At, I'm just not yeah. a big fan of you know having to, like if I I'd have to drive it in a lot to make it worth it. Plus the other thing too, like. We, we were talking about is like gearing up also sucks because you're not at the point of being hot or like warmed up so like yeah. i have like a special pair of like gloves that i put on specifically to gear up with because trying to like loose their uh, lace your boots and like tugging on them with your hands being cold like dude it fucks up your hands like really bad and like my ears get cold and i start to get headaches or whatnot so like i'm very big on like staying warm when you gear up um, but yeah, if you're trying to gear up and you're like already cold and you're trying to gear up and make sure all your shit's all tight and like, yeah, it fucking sucks. Yeah. I've got buddies who, um, <laughs> they've got like, they don't wear hardly anything underneath. Like they wear just like boxers and then like a tank top and then they put on their snowboarding pants and their, their jacket and their gloves, but their gloves and their jacket and their pants are all wired together and it's battery operated. So they just warm up. So they just pick like the level. Oh, I've seen And those, then as yeah. it gets too That's hot, cool. they just turn it all the way down or turn it down however much. And then, and it's got like a seven hour battery or something like that on it. That's see, so, that's so, really nice. So that's cool. Like, cause I like having warm hands and stuff 
stuff like that the whole time. But um, yeah, I think I think like it's weird. Snowshoeing to me sounds cooler than snowboarding. Like I'd rather go explore and go look at shit. I mean, you basically do it when you have one snowboard attached to your fucking like. The, and you're like hobbling <laughs> around. You're basically yeah. doing it. And I understand the conveyor belt thing. That makes sense. But why not put a rack on the lift? Like why not? Like you get up on the lift. And then they have like a lever that you pull while you're sitting in the chair and it pulls up this rack so you can put your feet on it and then like attach your fucking snowboard and shit. There's like while you're on the ride up there rather uh, than having to hop over to it and then try to jump on it and all that shit. I know what you mean. I think it might just be for um, like efficiency, though. Like, I feel like that's maybe a little too too much like moving parts because they're trying to like. Like I said, usually it's the lift up and off. Down, up yeah, and like because usually, <laughs> yeah, the, but you're on it for like a good, a good like minute it or two. Depends right? where you're going. Yeah, I mean, you're usually on it for um, like at least probably ten to fifteen minutes. So I get, but Not I'm the thinking, ones I <laughs> okay, maybe the bunny hills are different, but like <laughs> mine are like a minute, maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, the thing that's rough is okay. So usually they'll have something you can pull down. And some of them will have like a map of the resort or something, but they'll have a spot for your foot. I I usually don't use them. I don't pull the thing down. I usually just hook my bottom foot under my board. But yeah, um, you could rest your board on that thing. Um, but it's just pull down, pull up, or whatnot. Um, there are some places that instead of like a chairlift, it's just like a fucking thing you grab. So it's like going right around, and you go to the bottom, and you like grab this rope or something. And then it literally drags you up the mountain. And do you dude, keep both feet on it at that point then? like Yeah, you you're supposed in? to. But most people don't because they're learning how to snowboard. This is like Buddy Hill shit. And dude, it is fucking hilarious because people are like, their feet are disconnected and they're like fucking get dragged up this hill. Like, it's so <laughs> fucking funny, dude. Holy shit. I just, just want to see them actually let go and then be like, ah, like yeah. backwards and like, like they don't know how to turn around yet. Backwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, just, it's it's pretty it's pretty good i just out. think of that fucking south park episode where they're making fun of 80s ski trip movies because that was big in the 80s was like oh, 80s yeah. ski trip movies and they were showing stan and i think it was ike and like he was um like the the ski instructor have you seen that one and yeah, he's like exactly. okay you got a pizza and then french fries you got a pizza you got french fries pizza french fries and he's like showing him how to do that and he's like we're here today to learn because we're here to have a good time yeah. we don't want to have a bad time if you pizza when you're supposed to french fry you're gonna you have, have a bad, bad time, time. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so Dude, fucking funny <laughs> and then watching all the kids go down the slopes and they're like pizza french fries Pizza, pizza, french fries, french fries, pizza, pizza, french fries. Like going Dude. down. It's so funny. Yeah, even my stepdad growing up, especially like, I don't know. I think my mom kind of ruined it out of him. But like um, he was like a hefty fucking skier. Mm. And he would travel. He When we lived in California, he would travel to Colorado and Utah just to like hit like good ski resorts for like a weekend and then like fly back. Yeah, Yannick. Uh, and Germany, yeah. and yeah. like he he loved to ski. Um, but then, uh, yeah, sometime after my parents got married, he just didn't really do it much anymore. Or if he did, it was pretty rare, like once every couple of years or something. But mm. even then, he never even pushed that on me either. He was never like, "You want to learn how to ski?" Like nothing. But we, you know, I we lived in Los Angeles area, so it's not like you, it wasn't yeah. easy to get. You know, you have to drive a few hours just to get there. But yeah, yeah it was my, never my, my thing. My family like i don't remember if it was my whole family obviously probably not everybody um would go a couple times when i was really young when i was just too young to even go do it so like i just never went skiing and then i tried snowboarding in like middle school and then one more time like in high school or something i was like yeah no thanks i'm, I'm good 
It's, <laughs> it is really fun though obviously like Liam said like, when it happens but no, I could never even figure out how to fall so I literally would just fall on my back or like to stop I just fall on my back like I could never figure out like the, you have to turn and like balance I would just always scare I was just gonna flip and eat shit forward so I would just right. turn and collapse on my back and slide to the bottom yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun though like when you're just like slaloming down the mountain and you're like I just, just go really straight. Flowy. I, just, I just go straight. Yeah. Well, that's probably why you're crashing so much. <laughs> no, no, it's just the bunny hill. Just oh yeah, sure. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But no, when you're just like in that like yeah flow of just going back, like it's it's fun. I I could totally understand why like a lot of people say it's like surfing. You know, yeah. it's literally you're just like riding and then you're in this. Yeah, flow. I'm, I'm so much more yeah, of uh, of a, a summer baby than I am same. a winter baby. Same. So surfing to me made sense because I was at the beach. There was girls in bikinis. You're already in the, you're, <laughs> like you're yeah. already in the sun. It was fun. When you fall, it's not cold. You fall and you're like in the ocean and, and you're, sucky too, and you're swimming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, you, you know, like a shark's not going to eat you when you're up in the mountain. Or Jamba like, grabs you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like, so yeah, it was just one of those things where it just made more sense to me when I was a kid than when I moved up here and everyone's like, you got a snowboard. And I was like, I don't think so. Like other girls in bikinis up there. Cause I don't think so. Hey, one, play the video games. They tell you there are right. True. <laughs> one thing I wanted to say that you reminded me of uh, talking about South park is I did watch the new um, uh, episode on Paramount plus. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Re- good? It's I've seen like really the little good. three minute clips that they've given away so far. And I've watched those like three times in a row because they're so fucking funny. Dude, it's it's pretty like, good. Seeing Cartman being an adult and he's now like a pastor of his own church. He's a it's rabbi. Like, yeah. And it's like <laughs> a like, real fucking church. And I'm like, holy shit, this is hilarious. I haven't seen any of this stuff. Dude, on no, it. There's, there's there's on other episodes or something, right? Like there's it leads up to this because I haven't seen any. There of are. Yeah, it does follow. It's like, yeah, pretty much how it has been for the past couple of seasons where it's like, you know, they talk about coronavirus and like its origins with like randy you right. know and all that and then it literally picks up with them being adults and it's like they're like in their 50s or like maybe late 40s and yeah. uh they're like the pandemic it's finally over <laughs> and like that's kind of how it starts and they try figuring out the origins of it and yeah you know it's it dude it's so fucking good but the, yeah cartman and the whole time he's like a rabbi and he like has his wife and his kids and he's all nice and like the kids are all nice and like blah blah whatever and kyle the whole time's like fuck you you're fucking with me fuck you and he's just like <laughs> what it's the guys this is uncle kyle and like his kids are like oh uncle kyle like, dude it's so fucking funny wait, like, are the other episodes like paramount things or is it like just the show you have to watch and just then- the show okay yeah besides like the pandemic episodes and stuff like that yeah like um you could probably watch the pandemic special and the vaccination special and, those, and then watch and this those one. Those on HBO or Paramount? Everything's HBO. on HBO Max except for the new movies that either. Yeah, yeah I don't know how Paramount. many of those they came out and if they were playing off of each other. Okay, yeah, just at. one so far. And yeah, definitely is direct. Well, not directly. It's like, like I said, 30 years or so after. Yeah. Okay. The The small <laughs> clip that I showed was when they were, they were saying that um, I think they were talking about how um, there's a new there's a new COVID variant, and the COVID mm, yeah. variant killed Kenny, of course. And they're talking about it at the press conference, and I fucking loved it so much because he's like, "There's a new COVID variant. It's COVID variant plus plus rewards." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Dude. like this little long name where it's like plus rewards and benefits package or something. Like That's what they call the new COVID variant. When fucking stand so good when he comes back to South Park, he's driving down the town, and everything's the same, but every single t- store name is like 
you know, this plus or like this max or like <laughs> everything has plus or max at the end. Of, dude, it's fucking it reminds me a lot of like idiocracy. Yeah, it's awesome that they're yeah. making fun of all the streaming platforms while the streaming platforms are paying them to make these movies to make fun of their streaming yeah. platforms. Yeah, and they don't care. They're like, whatever, just keep bringing That's in money. Do. We don't care. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. Uh, so funny. Um, um, I just watched the episode called The List where there's the list of who's the most attractive boy to not. Oh, yes. And at the end when they're like on the roof and the gunshot goes off and like what? and it just goes and hits Kenny at like fucking dinner and the Pop Tarts come out of the house. <laughs> oh yeah, he's just sitting eating dinner with his family. And he just shot. <laughs> it like they were like where to go? I was like fucking Kenny and it cut to Kenny. I was like fucking Kenny. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, that was so awesome. I can't wait for you to watch that. Yeah, because there's just so many fucking good parts. Like one of the things too is they're like, because Kenny Kenny's trying to find out the origin of like COVID because he's like a fucking renowned scientist. Like he's like the smartest okay. person in the world. And so yeah, he's like trying to find out the origins. So then he ends up dying. And when like Stan and Kyle are talking about, it, they're like, wait a minute. Oh my god, they killed Kenny. And they like have this realize it. it's like they've been saying it for fucking however many decades at this point. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's but hilarious. yeah, highly recommend. So <laughs> Liam knows the story already and I won't go into too many specifics as far as like people, but mm-hmm. I was going to talk about this last time and I forgot because it's been still stewing on my brain and I've been trying to like figure it out and like, and like trying to like circle it around in my head. If I was a comedian, this would have totally turned into a bit, but I'm not a fucking, I'm not (laughs) not a comedian by any way, shape or form. You should be. But I had my first situation where someone who identifies themselves as something different is calling themselves they, and I, that's the first time I've ever run across that. Mm. And like, it like it didn't register. It still doesn't. Like I still accidentally call they she, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know. Like it still blows my mind because when 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 they corrected me, they were like it's they, and I was like what? It's like they. It's like as in plural. Like there's more than one of you. Like the whole fucking thing doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. Is and it then, always plural and then, though when you think of that in a conversation? And then yeah. they left, and I just ranted with one of the managers at work, Super D, and uh, <laughs> like he was just dying laughing because I was like, I don't like. Does does they fuck they? Does that ever happen? If it's past tense, they say they fucked those, and they fucked those really well. Like, how does all that fucking shit happen? It's it's weird because, yeah, it's like grammatically incorrect if you think about it. It's and not then, yeah. always, though, because the thing is, like, you can be like, uh, when's Jeremy coming over? Oh, they're coming over around four. Yeah, yeah. But I'm still referring to more than one person as no, one person. It doesn't have to be. I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I get confused with it, too. Like, Allie understands this stuff a lot more than I do. And so she's because she's a part of all that. Yeah. Um that group I, the LGBTQ am I missing any numbers or letters numbers <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know I know they, they can't, no, I, you, I genu- forgot, you forgot the plus rewards at the end of it <laughs> yeah, plus rewards. <laughs> I genuinely don't know if there's more or not um but she so she knows more about it and so she's tried to explain it to me and like part of it is just like none of us can experience it because we don't feel that way so I've just been of like, course we can't fuck them no no I'm agreeing with that and so it's like I I don't get it because I don't get that yeah yeah i don't deal with like it. i don't yeah. have to think about it so i don't get it so i'm just like i'll acknowledge it and do whatever feels best for you 
I don't get it, but respect that I don't get it. And no, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm the same way. Like, I'll call you whatever you want me to call you. You want to identify as a fucking turtle, yeah. whatever. I'll call you a turtle. I don't give a shit. But I, I still, I like, I've tried to think about it, and I'm like, I don't. Yeah, and those things, I, I don't, don't get it either. Necessarily I don't get it. understand yeah. it, and I don't like. It's yeah. like, what do you have between your legs right now? It's not answer that question, and then I'm going to refer you to that. It's from and what then, I talked to Allie. It's not that, and that's yeah. why it's confusing for us. But yes. I get where you're coming from on but, that. Yeah. So, so then if you take it further and it's like, okay, what do you have between your legs? And it's like, well, that doesn't matter. It's what I identify by. Okay, cool. Okay. Are, do you see yourself as male or female? Well, I'm in transition. Okay. What does that mean? That means I'm in between the two. Okay. What are you on your way towards? Well, that's not what they, I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on my way to this. Okay. Then I'm going to refer to you as that, but that's not what they is. They's not in transition. Then what is it? It's like neither feels right it's, from what I understand. It's non-binary. Yeah, non-binary. They don't think they're men or women. They just are stuck somewhere in between. I they really feel like they're in some a, sort of you're limbo. You're asking the wrong person to try and explain oh, this God to damn you. It. All right, I'm really, going to save this till the next episode, and maybe we got to get Allie on here one well, time Allie or something. Well, Allie and Jade both want to be on. So. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're going to have to explain this to me. because, And it's going to be hard because I'm going to scrutinize them. Like, they're representing the entire fucking... A plus rewards yeah, community, yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's a different gender. One of the whole different so gender things. It's yeah. not. It's not an in between. Like yeah, and I'm not like yeah. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I don't want to. I don't want to make anybody's feelings hurt. I'll call them whatever they want me to call them. But at some point, someone's going to have to explain it to me, and I'm hoping it'll make sense. So that's the thing. And if it doesn't. I can't guarantee that I'm going to like, I'll, I'll keep calling you whatever you want me to call you, but I can't guarantee that, that I'm going to be like, that's why I said, I'm at a point with, at, where she's explained it to me where I'm like, I don't get it. I don't think I'm ever going to get it, but that's what they want. So that's fine. Just don't get mad at me for not getting it. Cause I'm trying to be accommodated. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it was just it, like when I was younger, it was just so much easier. There was he, she, and shim. Like that was the two. Like if you saw the dude that looked like a woman, you're like, that's a really fucking pretty dude. Or if you saw a woman look like a guy, you're like, you probably shouldn't have that mustache. Like there's that shim oh in between God. where your buddies would call someone a shim. Cause you're like, you really haven't. We've, have, we've been talking about that since I was well, a kid. Where, ever like, since we were kids, that stuff's been like yeah, very I just yeah. So it was always he, so. she, and shim because it was like, oh, that's a shim because yeah, that's a, it's a really pretty man or yeah, you know. So you thought that's what it meant the whole time though was that they were transitioning? I don't know. Okay, that's the problem. I don't know. Yeah, I was just trying to put it together in my head. Yeah, it's, and then I was trying to figure out like what's past tense of they. Allie tried to explain it to me recently in some form, and it kind of made sense. And it was like sometimes like when she cut her hair really short, like it was. There's yeah. times she would look in the mirror and she wouldn't feel like herself. And she says that's supposed to kind of be how it is when people say like male or female, neither of them feel quite right with that. That's how she's kind of tried to explain it to me. I think of it as the bald dude from Game of Thrones. That doesn't help me at all. Yeah, he doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Oh, I saw, I saw about, the first well, season. He balls cut off. But that was it. Yeah, but I'm just saying he that he doesn't think about any of that like gender or whatnot he's just saying i there. would feel like he's st he still identifies as a male though i don't know we'd have to ask him pretty sure he has or are we form. supposed to be asking they not asking oh, him yeah, right. are we supposed to be asking they, they all referred to him as a him in that show so i'm calling him a him <laughs> <laughs> yeah but this is also fucking way back when they, they didn't know what pronouns right, yes, meant. it's right this is way back when like dinosaurs and dragons still existed yeah. so yeah. regardless with all that i think 
the Mike I said my main thing is like I don't get it, but I'll respect your what you want and I'll do that. And I think that is where we need to get people to be accepting of people because for some people I don't think that's good enough. Right. It's like, but not everybody's just going to get it. It's unfortunate. Right. The problem, and, that's, and that's the problem I have is if they can't explain to me well enough and I don't get it, like I'll acknowledge it and I'll respect it as far as like, that's their wishes. Yeah. But I'm not going to respect it any further than that of like, I'm not going to preach it to anybody. Cause I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking I'm about. I'm surprised Eli hasn't tried to explain it to you. You haven't asked him. I've never asked him. Yeah. I told him that I came across a situation and I just started ranting and he started laughing at me and was like, that's hilarious. And then like, then we went, we just, yeah. Like, moved on. And we, yeah. Like, and I was just, and then, and I was like, is it those like what's past tense of they, is it those? And he was like, that's so funny. And then we just you know, <laughs> like, it didn't go any further than that. <laughs> no explanation. You're just yeah. confused. <laughs> the problem for me is like, dude, I have such a bad problem of saying like, Oh, what up, man? Or like, Oh yeah, I don't you even know that care, type though. of shit, dude. Honestly, guys, there's been. I say you guys all the time. Like I'll be like leaving like a customer. Well, I think like, guys have a good night. I think yeah, guys like, I and dude, for me at least, I view those as gender specific. But when I go, oh thanks, man. There's been a couple times where I'm like, maybe I offended that person. See, I'm like, opposite. You know what I mean? I don't do thanks, man, to a woman. Um, I'll call Allie bro sometimes, but that's different. Um, but so I, I just say guys to anybody. That's like bedroom stuff. That's what he's talking about. Oh, totally. totally. <laughs> no, Give yeah. it to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, bro, you're so good. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I've always referred to guys as like, thanks guys. Yeah, guys has just been like more than one person. <laughs> yeah. yeah hey guys. Plural. Do we have enough but. microphones? To have them both have on the same more. time. I have one more, and I told Allie if we, we, she she has to buy the other one because I bought. Yeah, because I have that one, yeah. but, but it's not a unidirectional, so it wouldn't work very well. No, yeah, I bought. It would pick up everybody. I not bought just three, them. and Allie's talked about doing her own podcast, so I'm like, get your own microphone, and then we'll have. I mean, enough. for the time being, I might be able to borrow Matt's because he has a SM58. Okay. If it was yeah. like soon, soon, but yeah, if they wanted to do an episode, that'd be yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're both always here, so right. Might as well do something. Um, we are almost 52 minutes in. Yeah. Should Sweet. we, should we suck well, the Janice Joplin? Well, yeah, I have, wait, I have more talked about too. Before. Okay. Yeah. I have just one quick thing. Um, I was thinking specifically you guys actually, but, uh, mean you, Allie? yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. You yeah. just pointed at me and I was like, you, you guys, guys. Um, <laughs> but dude, if you have not in transition, okay. <laughs> uh, if you, have you heard of the game? It takes two. Is that the one with the Tango? rope thing? People, that's okay. That's Unravel too. But I, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. But so there's a game called It Takes Two, and uh, I played it with Jade. It is the perfect two player game. Works best if you're in a relationship, I guess. But so regardless, you, Jeremy, I was gonna yeah. say, what do you what do you do in this game that I can't well, do he to myself? Thought okay? you were in a relationship, but we broke the news to him today. Yeah, so, so that's right. That's but, right. Um, well, if you could play with your son. I just don't think your son would enjoy it as much. No, I'll just play with myself. That's what I do when I'm not in a relationship. So I play with myself. <laughs> so, I mean, that is fair. I'll, I'll grab both controllers and I'll play with myself. It'll be fun. You can't. It is, would be pretty is hard. Is that what you mean when you say play with uh, yourself? It'll definitely be hard. You don't have <laughs> yeah, to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. be pretty I hard. I can take care of it. But uh, anyway, so it's like this game <laughs> about <laughs> about uh, like husband and wife and they have a daughter uh-huh. and they're like planning on getting a divorce. But this daughter like fucking somehow puts this like spell on them without realizing it or something. Okay. And so they shrink into like these tiny little dolls. And like that's that's how the game starts. So it's like it's a side scroll, right? 
No, no. It's okay. like it's like a kind of it's not open world, but it's definitely like a third person. You so know, it's like whatever. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Kind of, um, but it's so it starts off and it's like also kind of like kind of cutesy, and you're like <laughs> going through, um, you know, the house and like right, you know, you start off like in the backyard. I don't know. I don't want to get into the story too much, but um, so you guys are like working together to do, like basically get back to normal, and um, it's really fucking well like integrated the co-op system oh. like so for example like one of so the you're first just helping each other and you can't do the task without both yeah, of you person. doing something at the same time so like for example there's in the very beginning you know uh the cody's or the names are cody and um i forgot the girl's name but anyway so like cody starts off with a nail and then she starts off with like some sort of like hammer or something that she can like throw. Okay. And so like there's parts of the level where like she'll have to pull something and you have to throw a nail in between the loop that holds that thing in place where well she hammers it in and that's how you like you know get past it or like mm. sometimes she'll be like directing something that you're doing. Okay. And you have to work to get like it. Yeah, I don't there's, know. There's there's a lot of games that do that kind of stuff. Maybe to that maybe that not that intricate. Yeah, this one's really intricate. Like this was one of the first games, honestly, probably back to like maybe Little Big Planet, where I was kind of astonished by the way everything was integrated. It's so fucking good. And there's a part where you go into a um what do you go into? I don't know. You go into like a uh like a speaker or something, and it's like this fucking weird jazz level, and you're like jumping through the mechanical parts of the speaker and like jumping on vinyls and like i don't know it's just there's like different themes for each level and all of them are like cool in their own little way and like the way everything's integrated like there's little mini games that are just randomly placed throughout the level where you two can like hop into it and challenge each other in like a game of volleyball or like (laughs) slot car racing or just random stuff but uh yeah the way the gameplay style is is it's third person but then sometimes it'll switch to something else depending on what you're doing. So like one of them was there was like a, uh, it was like a music level and uh, it was either me or Jade. One of our characters like turned into like a 2d digital version of ourselves, And the other person had to tune the sound waves while the digital person is trying to like get past the level. So like one person is tuning the sound waves while the other person's trying not to fall off the sound waves, trying to get, across the like level okay. like that's how, like it's dude it's it's really good highly recommend has it brought you and jade closer together um i mean i don't know about that but we both thoroughly Are you saying enjoyed that the girl the game. that i tried to date it may have worked if we would have tried to play it takes two it is yeah, kind I mean, of a therapy game i know what happened it wouldn't have <laughs> <fixed> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah but no it's it's insanely good like it's one of the best two player co-op games that i think i've ever played in my entire life like it's fucking fantastic is it and on it's, game pass or what actually yes because if you have game pass you also get access to ea play and it's on ea play so it's on the computer so it is well i'm saying like i'm there ea play has yeah, their is own it pc only uh no it, it should be on console i'm pretty sure i don't think it's pc only but um it's on ea play that streaming service. But if you have Xbox Game Pass, EA plays included in that. Okay. Um, you know, Max Plus rewards. <laughs> but uh no, it's it's fantastic. I just wanted to get that out there. That game that game is phenomenal. Like one of the best games I think I've ever played. And it starts off cutesy and it's like 
I'd say it's like maybe PG 13 ish. Maybe PG like they swear occasionally in the game, but it's just like damn or ass or something like that. Yeah. But then there's some parts that are pretty fucking dark. Like there's one part where you're trying to kill your daughter's uh, queen elephant that she has. She has like a castle with this elephant she made as queen and you're trying to kill the elephant to make your daughter cry because you think that's what will break the spell. And so you're like working <laughs> together to get to the castle and you give, you find the element, the elephant and she's like, Oh, Hey, like new friends, like blah, blah, blah. You're like, uh, we have to kill you. And she's like, what? No, she's like running away and you're like grabbing her and you're like slowly pulling her off this cliff and she's like screaming and freaking out and then like a pen like lands in her ear and like stops her and you're like slowly ripping her apart as she's like crying and screaming but it's like also cutesy what the and you're like what the like dude i genuinely felt depressed like slowly torturing this elephant to make your daughter (laughs) i highly recommend it i highly recommend it (laughs) Yeah, I highly recommend, dude. It's a fantastic game. If you it's like so being good. Sad, this is your game. Yeah, no, it's but it's really good. That was definitely the most fucked up part, but yeah, it, it's fantastic. Anyway, you can go on the. Oh, uh, I was gonna say, so I, I beat Dead Space one. I moved on to nice. Dead Space two, dude. Uh, what, yeah, what, I want to watch six already. It was like a day. <laughs> Do you remember how many chapters are in it? I don't. Um, okay. I just got past where you're betrayed. Okay, yeah, yeah. I want because wow, I'm, spoilers, bro. You haven't even beaten Dead Space 1 yet, bro. Yeah, yeah. you don't even know. No, nah, there's no spoilers. <laughs> Do you think Dead Space uh, 1 is more graphic than um, uh, Back for Blood? Dead Space 1? Yeah, 100%. Okay. I think so. Like, there's a little more gore. Because we were in- talking about that, and and uh, Liam was, like, telling Drake, he was like, yeah, just don't play Dead Space. And I was like, I don't know, is Dead Space is bad? Because he plays, like, be you on know, bound for blood or back for blood, or whatever that is with me online. I was like, is that, is that I, I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> like dead space is a little more like visceral, I think, but with back for blood, it is a lot more realistic because you know, updated, whatever. I mean, that's dead space is pretty brutal though. I have mm. moments with dead space. So I was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the worst is like, you'll go into a room and then you'll hear them break out of the wall or whatever. But you don't see them. You're like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> Just freaking out. No, the thing, the thing with um, Back for Blood, like, I would say I was kind of let down by the gore a little bit in that game. Like, it's whatever. Like, obviously, it doesn't ruin the game for me. But with Back for Blood, you shoot and there's like a little bit of blood splatter or maybe some a little bit of dismemberment with the blood splatter. Whereas like Dead Space, it's very, very realistic like that's a big thing they worked on was you know there'll be parts where you die and like the death animations will be fucking gnarly because it'll be like someone fucking grabs your head and like rips your spinal column out or like they'll grab you and like slowly tear you in half like they get cut up by a propeller and kind of a bunch of chunks and fly around yeah yeah so i'd say it's yeah i would say it's definitely worse yeah yeah (laughs) but Uh, also like just walking around you see really fucked up shit yeah like you don't even have to be fighting anything there's just fucking shit everywhere right. there's one point in the second game where you walk into a room <laughs> and it's a laundry mat and one of the machines in the laundry thing is on and you just hear and the laundry machine's just going yeah and there's just a 
a baby or a child locked in it just <laughs> oh, and you can't yeah. do any I tried shooting it like you just you just have to walk away <laughs> yeah the thing too as far as like maybe just like walk away for Drake specifically like I would just say the more reason to stay away from that game is because I just think it's a lot spookier right like yeah. I would be more worried about like nightmares as yeah opposed. that's what I was saying I said so I do nightmares. that's what I said yeah so, not but, the gore aspect yeah it freaks me out like oh, dude. There's a monster in this game. If you ever get this far and it regenerates and it's the biggest fucking bitch. Oh yeah. It reminds, it'll probably remind you a little bit of resident evil with Mr. X in like the beginning in the police station, which one is that? The second one, I think. And he's like constantly following you throughout it. It's like that same feeling, except it's a fucking necromorph. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, so here's the thing <laughs> is he comes up twice in this game. Yeah, like two different ones, <laughs> and so I beat the first one, and then I'm playing the game, whatever, just going along. And Allie's sitting on the couch playing her game, and I guess at that point we have that room where you have to move the walls. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I don't like this. I don't <laughs> like this moving because you you move. It's like a room that's made of walls, so you have to move, and you move them so you can go over to the next place. But then to move the next walls, you have to close yourself in, and then move the next wall. Yeah. And then I go through all that, and this guy fucking shows up, and I'm like. I just pause the game like <sighs> okay I'm gonna have to do whatever I have to do to fight him and then move and move the wall and then still be watching behind myself while he's chasing me and keep going and move the next wall <laughs> I just had to take a moment and breathe and plan my escape I was like okay get on that time <laughs> I was okay no, I still have the same plan for the next go and then it worked that time but it was just like I was like so pissed when he came back I was like no I can you use the walls and like smash the dude with the walls and shit? Well, that's the thing is sometimes when that thing's chasing you, he doesn't just chase you, jumps into a vent. Oh, yes, okay. so he's not and even... And he'll just show up and you're like, fuck, and so you, you're just running as fast as you can. Right. And you can slow him down. Like you can use your stasis and you can also shoot him. You can shoot off his limbs like normal. But, uh, he regenerates but then like he'll said. just like... It almost looks like a fetus just laying there and it starts shaking and like slowly growing back. So you can shoot to, off his limbs and then that gives you time to run and you can be like, you'll have a little bit of time to run until yeah. he regenerates and starts following you again. Yeah. Jesus. So usually what I would do is I would shoot off all his limbs and then use stasis on him. So he's like stuck there for at least a little that's bit. That's what you have to do. Yeah. That's yeah. Two things. Just so I guess spoilers for when the game comes, you get that far. I yeah. mean, I, I'm hoping you play the game enough because it's super fun. I just want you to get I, to the end. I probably will. Um, it's just like I've got an order of things that I have to do first. So like I yeah. have to finish school first. And then my next order of business is I have to finish school is to play a little bit of video games, but then get the podcast caught back up. Mm. And do all the photoshopping shit that I've been wanting to do. And I've been sitting on and have it because I haven't had the time. And then once that's done, then I'll look at like free time, free time shit. Yeah. Yeah. That so, makes sense. But yeah. Uh, Dead Space 2. Uh, I'm at a point right now where I have no ammo. And I walked around a corner and I was like, I remember this part requiring a lot of ammo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to yeah. take a break right here. They seem, to, they seem to give you a lot of it at first, which is what a lot of games do. A lot of games do that where they give it to you a lot at first just to give you a false sense of security. No, and then they don't give it to you as much later, and you're like, oh no. It's weird. It's one of those games where it's like definitely not quite as survival as some get. Yeah. Where like Resident Unless you play Evil. The harder levels. Oh, yeah. Once you crank it up. But if you just have default, whatever, Normal. like it's not going to be, you know, Resident Evil level where it's like you're really fucking well, a lot conserving of it for ammo. Me is I'm paranoid of running out of ammo. I never run out of ammo. 
But you're I'm scared. Paired or scared to run out of ammo. So I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Just building up so much that as much as I can grab. And in the beginning of the game, like I'm doing that and you don't have as much item space. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. When it's kind of <laughs> like chilled out, I'll try super hard to only use like stasis and stuff instead of using my ammo. Cause I, I'm the same way. I just like start stockpiling it more than I probably need. But yeah, you're just always terrified of running out of ammo because like it can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like weird. It's like you, there's definitely a lot of ammo. But if you're kind of like willy nilly, you'll run out and then right. you're still fucked. So it's it like, is great playing the second one, though, because they definitely it sucks playing back to back because they changed the, some of the controls slightly. So I'll be trying to use um, the thing where you pick something up. Yeah. And I'll heal myself. And, and you're like, no, like, it was full. Yeah. So stuff like that will be happening. But it's interesting like how like they're to go from back to back and seeing like the improvements they made like in the first game. When you hit something, it does nothing. It is a waste of a move and time to try and hit something. In this game, if you hit something, you'll fucking kill them. Like it yeah. actually does something. It takes right. some time. But um they introduce like different monsters in the second one, like the children. And oh I'm my like, god. Oh my god, I forgot about you, bitches. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I think I'm I'm not gonna give any spoilers because this is like a pretty big moment in the game. But in the second one, the first time you see the children, is it that one part in the nursery? No, it's um right outside an arcade when you're in a hallway. Okay, and but you know which part of them. You know which part I'm talking about, though. The part with the nursery. Not really. I don't really remember all of them that well. So that's why I'm uh, playing them again. Well, nurseries oh. have babies. So I imagine well, the babies are a different thing than children. Oh well, yeah, but I'm saying like, there's there are baby monsters, and they have tentacles come out of their back and they shoot at you. But these ones are like little children with claws that like run at you. Dude, <laughs> I'm very Gross. glad you have no idea which part I'm talking about. I, it so sounds I'm, familiar. I'm not even going to say it because it's pretty, it's something, it's something, but. So that way he can come across it again and be yeah, like, oh, just yeah. be like, oh, that's what he was talking about. I mean, I'll probably just get to the nursery and be like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard. It's just fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, the one thing I was going to say is beating the first game again. I find the final boss very disappointing. It looks cool, but it's not hard at all yeah the first time you're like oh this is pretty nuts but then after you die. beat him once i didn't even die yeah you're good yeah but, but still interesting looking shit but yeah uh yeah that's, that's all i got but i wanted to give the update because i'm down I'm fucking really enjoying myself again <laughs> <laughs> well good yeah um so on to janice joplin sucks yeah i guess i can do my review, review of neighborhoods yeah yeah so um Oh yeah, I forgot we had to do that. Yeah, okay. I did. So I'm sorry. I only listened to the album twice, but Let's, car issues. That's fine. Anyway, but I did get all the way through it. Um, again, like I said, the previous podcast don't have anything to really compare it to because I've never really got into Blink 182 in the first place. Um, I'm just trying to pick. I know I saved some songs. Okay. Um, yeah. So I listened through it. Like I would say. With my limited experience of Blink-182, um, like this album was decent. Like I felt similar to like a live when we did them where it was like something you could kind of put on. It's like it's solid all the way good. around. Yeah. I'm not attached to necessarily any of the members except for maybe um, Travis Barker because of, you know, his story. Um, but with that being said, there was still some parts that I found really catchy. And like I, I forgot to save this song specifically, but there was one song where... Travis was doing like this fucking symbol work that sounded fucking awesome. 
That's like the whole album. Well, there's one. Yeah, there's one in particular. It, I'm thinking of. Is it Hearts of. All Gone? Actually, the, yeah. Like, let me pull up fast the one. Oh, don't play it. Hearts All Gone is like the drum song on that album. So that's what I'm assuming. Oh god damn it! It's not gonna take me down. Um, yeah, let me see. It was fairly early on. Because that's the yeah. one where Jeremy said things turned for him on the okay, album yeah, as a whole. It, it probably was Hearts All Gone. Because I remember it being kind of in the first-ish half. Um, but yeah, so there was definitely some drumming parts that I really enjoyed. Um, again, I wish I would have saved the one I'm thinking of, but I'm pretty sure it was Hearts All Gone. Um, another thing is, dude, I don't know what it is, but the very end of Snake Charmer, that like outro, is super catchy. I can't remember exactly what the outro I don't know. part is exactly. Yeah, I don't. I, had, I don't know, but, but I remember I was because I was like listening to the song, you know, whatever. And um, then like that kind of like outro started and like drone on for like forty five seconds or whatever. And I was like, "Damn, this is super yeah, sick!" Actually, there's a lot of really catchy stuff on that album yeah. for me. But that's kind of how I felt um, throughout it. Is over. Oh, I'm accidentally playing it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like overall. Again, similar to like kind of how I felt alive, but I feel like there was more times where I'm like, well, that part's pretty fucking sick, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like that. That's catchy. Um, Whether it's a riff or like a drum part or whatever. Um, But I one thing I was thinking of is like, I've never really been huge into pop punk in general. And I know this is a lot different, but I am genuinely curious for when I do go visit more like the blink 182 that everybody's more familiar with just to like give um, my opinion on, on it. If you want to get curious about it, look, there's throw on enema of the state. Is that the album? Yeah. It's with okay. the nurse on it. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll have to check it out. I didn't know if you were like ever or either I mean, of you were planning on doing more, but no, I mean, I, so I said, I never was thinking I'd do blink 182, but that album's a little different than their other stuff. So that's why I okay. wanted to check it out. Um, yeah. Enema of the state is like pretty much their, their big one. That one has like, What's my age again? And okay. Because uh, yeah, yeah, that's I'm, their like big poppy hit. Okay. One where Dude Ranch is their first album. That one's more. And that one doesn't have Travis. That one's more traditional punk. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm down to check it out. Um, the one thing I will say is like, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of the vocals as much. It's just like a weird. Either one. There's two mean? guys. Two people singing. Like, well, I didn't know the that. guy that was like the high pitched stuff. And then there's one that was like the lower things. Um, I honestly so, didn't know that that was so, different people. Yeah, so the guitarist is like up all night. Um, okay, and then hearts all gone is the bassist. You said you speak from your heart, but your heart's all gone. Dun, 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 okay, dun. I'll I'll go. I'll listen. I'll probably listen to They're it like again. Drastically different singers. I'll be I'm honest. I was just, you didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guitarist is way more whiny. Okay, and the bassist is just—I don't know—I guess normal vocals. If yeah, that's yeah. the case, then yeah, I probably then I'm probably thinking of the guitarist vocals yeah. more so because yeah. yeah, like yeah, sometimes the whiny—I don't know—it's just weird because a lot of you know, like again with like Smashing Pumpkins, I know Liam, you're not a fan of the vocal style, yeah, and like it's weird because Surge can get like that too sometimes where it's mm-hmm. very nasally, but like I don't have a problem See, with his a, whiny and nasally are different to me. I can deal with whiny; it's nasally I hate. Uh-huh. They're really good. I don't know. It's but it is weird because there's some where like I can tolerate it, but then sometimes I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, know it is if weird. I really it like varies that. person to person for but, sure. Like I can handle Tom as the singer of Blink, uh, the guitarist. Um, I can handle him more than others, quite a bit more than others. But yeah, and I don't and like I say, I'm not. I don't fucking like hate him or anything. Mm-hmm. I was just yeah. noticing that I wasn't like as big of a fan, but 
then again, like I said, this is my first like full introduction to something that Blink-182 has put out. And it's weird because like you said, this is completely different to all their other shit. So yeah, actually um, the second track natives, they, a lot of the songs they switch off. So mm-hmm. I'll show you that one later. I pulled up again, but in the verses, Tom is singing the verse and the chorus Mark, okay. a bassist will sing it. So that's how they kind of switch off things. But cool. yeah. Anyway. And he, yeah. And then he like, and, and he's right though. Like it is night and day. Like one person singing, the other one does that. Yeah. Like, okay. I know who's singing right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess I'll have to give that other album a go. That way it can have more to. Yeah. Especially if you, uh, yeah. So like he said, uh, dude ranch has like damn it on it. That's the song Chris should have told you to learn at one point. <laughs> um, that's the song I always tell people to learn first yeah. on any instrument or bass or guitar because it's just what it is. Um, but that one doesn't have Travis on it. Um, yeah, or it might be the first one, but I don't think it does. Um, and then Travis comes in later. So like Enema of the State will have it. And okay. Whatnot, yeah. Cool. Um, so then we're going on to Danger. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? It doesn't matter. I kind of want Liam to go first just because I know that. <laughs> you're, like, actually, you're like, let's get the bad review out of yeah. the way. I actually didn't hate it as much as you think I'm going to hate it. Really? I'm honestly kind of shocked. It's because it wasn't. <laughs> it, wasn't it wasn't dubstep. Yeah, yeah that's, like, that's see, the shit I hate. I hate the noises. Yeah, because it is weird. You're like, okay, blah, blah. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the stuff I don't like. Like this stuff. Okay, so the thing about this stuff still is like I don't particularly enjoy it mm-hmm. because like I listen to it and I'm like this drum would be really cool if a person fucking did it like that's yeah, where I my like, mindset's yeah. always at so like yeah. I was like it's like 11.30 had some cool stuff in it and I was just like oh, I wish like they, they had the synth thing happening but then like the, those like hits that were happening in the beginning of it were like yeah, guitar yeah. and drums as opposed so that's just where my mind is though. and I'm like mm-hmm. that would be a really cool mix I thought is like having the metal with this kind of stuff more because like when you I said like you don't think you didn't think I was going to like it at all and I can get behind some sense stuff uh, it just gets old after a while yeah but uh, listening to it uh, there were different parts and throughout it that would stand out that I thought were interesting and that I thought would be cool in different forms um, I found that one of the noises that they do do that bothers me is when like they're doing like like it fades in and out like oh, super I know what you're quick because I, I don't know it's yeah there's ah, fuck what song is it? i know exactly yeah, one song that has a lot okay so <laughs> i will i forgot to mention the last time but i will say yeah the, so the way that it's all like titled and everything the song names are whenever he finishes the song it's he looks at his he clock finishes. and then puts it down and then all the all the albums yeah, the are they're released but yeah. i think it's funny because the reason that one song 8888 is that is because he looked at his clock and it was broken so oh, it just showed 8888 but that's funny yeah um but those random things throughout um the song 311 all it made me think of was like an 80s montage thing in a movie <laughs> or specifically <laughs> wasn't even a montage it specifically would make me think of Steve Martin running after the cab in planes trains and automobiles because it has like and so then the, what I enjoyed the most were the last three tracks though off of whatever the green one is called mm-hmm. um, because they felt more cinematic to me um, at some point I'll probably bring up movie scores that's mm-hmm. sometimes I listen to just movie scores and so a lot of it reminded me of like 
specifically the one I'll, I'll show you at some point is the Blade Runner 2049 soundtrack. Okay. And it made me feel like certain the soundtrack like or the score or the score. I mean, there's also, there are songs from like the fifties and whatnot in that, right. but specifically Hans Zimmer stuff is what uh, I'd get into. But, um, so that's what I like those last ones a lot. I would, I threw, I listened to it twice. And as I got through, I just was waiting for the second half because I wanted to listen to that stuff. Yeah. It was more interesting for me to hear. I know uh, what you mean. Um, cause I really like, I think it might even be the last song, but one thirty, like it has kind of like that. Yeah. Cinematic kind of like, epic the, uh, the, yeah, feel yeah the atmosphere like very they, they're broad. very atmospheric and that's yeah. what i liked about them a lot more than the earlier tracks that were very mm-hmm. felt very much like the dancey thing i like when i do listen to stuff like this I, I like the atmosphere feel more yeah so that's kind of like the transition to of like what i was talking about whereas later stuff i don't necessarily like it as much because he really well he just he tends towards more of the dancey stuff which yeah i don't like i mean i do really like that um, the green album like mm-hmm. the couple songs there there's actually a really really fucking good remix of that song 130 that i wanted to send but it's not on spotify but if you guys are interested i can send it if it's like on youtube or soundcloud sure. but um it's a fantastic uh remix just because it takes that already kind of epic feeling and just adds like more to it but I'm glad you had enjoyed it a little bit. I was trying to kind of portray that like it does have very like heavy like soundtrack kind of vibes yeah, to it. Yeah. I, so, I, I mostly just hate like the stuff like like Skrillex and whatnot. Like the like that stuff gets yeah. fucking ugh. See, yeah, that's same. Like I, honestly, every so often I try to go back and listen to like my SoundCloud and all the stuff I have saved. I did it recently actually. And I was like, I'm going to re-listen to everything. And do I still like it? And the answer is not really. There's still a couple things here and there that I listen to. There's where I'm crumbs. Like, I know. There's just so many crumbs. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's, all, it's all the cookies. Uh, but I'll still I'll go boy. back. I'll listen. Because after doing this, I was like, should I try doing some of the EDM I listened to? I honestly would really hope you wouldn't. I mean, I mean, I like I said, I will do stuff that's well, I mean, like, similar. Sorry, okay, I guess if you listen to fine, but like the stuff that you don't like you used to listen to, but don't listen to anymore. Please don't. Yeah, no. There's, <laughs> like after I went back and was listening to some of my shit, I was like, no, no, we're probably not going to do any of this stuff. <laughs> like it's so I understand. But yeah, th- I still appreciate this kind of music. I like um techno i guess i still like you know the synthwave stuff or whatnot but yeah as soon as it merges into like the edm dubstep i can't do it so but jamie your thoughts curious yeah um so i forgot and i don't know why i forgot but i forgot that this was any kind of edm in the first place mm-hmm. so and i had just finished listening to a bunch of edm like the day before i think it was the day after the podcast mm-hmm. And I put this on and I was like, ah, I'm not in the mood for this. Like I can't yeah, even do this right. right now. So I had to wait one extra day and listen to other music. And then I went to it and I was fine. Like I was in the mood to listen mm-hmm. to it, but I had, um, uh, sometimes when I listen to EDM, uh, sometimes, especially when I'm driving mm-hmm. and, um, it's turns into kind of like background music yeah. and yeah, I, exactly. and I, and I burned myself out on it. So when it came time to listen to this, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've got an album to listen to. It started going and I was like, Oh my God, I, I can't No, Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I can't, I can't do this right now. Um, but yeah, no, these, uh, these, this, this guy or these guys or whoever the fuck just it is, one, um, uh, it's, it's, it's really fucking awesome. Um, this is the kind of synth wave stuff that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, 80 synth wave is my favorite. 
And a lot of this had some of that 80s synth wave stuff in it yep, where it sounds yep. like something that I remember mm-hmm. watching in 80s movies growing up and stuff like that. And you and I have talked a lot about 80s synth wave and 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 like the the soundtrack for the movie Drive and stuff oh, like that. God. Like those all that great <laughs> shit in it. Which um some of those artists I wanted to bring to the the podcast one day anyways. Um 100% and just with down. some of some of their albums. And some of these even had like um some of these uh well, I guess not some of them, but there was just one in particular that you could actually like make out what it was because you know Spotify would put it on there for you, but like 1130 actually had like lyrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was at least able to read through that because otherwise, because we made that pact where we were like, well, we'll listen to half Wait. the lyrics from now on. And then there was only one on here that had lyrics. So I was like, oh, that's easy. I think it's 1130. I think it's, I think it's, uh, yeah, triple, it's zero, zero, 001. Because yeah, yeah, 1130, zero, zero, one. that one. Yeah, there's a second person on that song. That one, it's funny because it, it does kind of have lyrics, but they're not actually lyrics. He just made random like consonant and vowel noises and then put them together to make it sound well, like words. Spotify will tell you which one has lyrics and which one doesn't by looking at your playlist. And like 1130 says lyrics underneath it. Oh, I see that. Oh, but there is some talking in that one, but it's like some weird like little noise effects from a person's Yeah, voice. no, honestly, yeah. I think I think Spotify's wrong. Like right. there's it does have noise like there's like like some like altered high-pitched voice thing happening in that song for sure but there was actual singing on on zero 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 one yeah no see yeah. if you play eleven i'm looking at the lyrics i th- i think they're wrong he's gone in interviews and been like that song has no lyrics <laughs> like every like anything you hear is the way you interpreted it Oh yeah, like he literally just made random consonant and vowel sounds. So that's what I'm saying. I think when you brought up last, I think what Spotify does is it listens and brings up lyrics. Uh huh. Um, and so I was listening to songs before, and I think it couldn't make them out, so it skipped whole sections. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting um, actually. Anyway, what was my thought process? Oh yeah, so yeah, so um, synthwave stuff is the stuff that I I I definitely like enjoy. I don't I don't mm-hmm. like dubstep. I don't understand how people liked dubstep. It's just not my thing. Liked um, like they stopped. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> no, I'm, well. I'm, I'm hoping that they do. But like, um, and and uh, I like how synthwave tends to also like, and, and some EDM in general just has like guest vocals and stuff like that because you get different things and different mm-hmm. feels. Um, so that was awesome too. Um, I also liked that this, like this guy, like there's no gimmick, which I thought was kind of neat. Like it's just very straightforward. Like the album covers are just whatever that fucked up being is, um, except for the one that's like the, the thing. And then, um, like from there, it's just time signatures. And I thought I was being really, really smart at first. And I was like, listening to the first two songs, I think it was, or three songs while I was cooking one night. And I thought I figured it out. I was like, Oh, he's taking a time signature. That's actually what the song is and adding two minutes and 12 seconds to every single time signature. <laughs> and I had it going. And then I got to like the fourth song. I was like, fuck, no, that doesn't add up at all. So yeah. then after that, I gave up and I was like, whatever he's really doing funny. is what he's doing. Yeah. And so, cause I thought I was going to try to figure it out and just have fun with it. Cause there was no lyrics to look up. So I was like, Oh, I wonder if I can find out why these time signatures are why they are. But yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah. But then you get to ones like 88, 88 and you're like, I don't what like that yeah, yeah. yeah like that's what i got to it i was like first no that- i was like oh this is gonna be so hard to know what songs what Fuck. right i know I was, yeah i wish i would have mentioned that the first podcast because yeah, i thought about that afterwards when i was like re-listening to it and i was like they're not gonna remember 
which songs are which probably. <laughs> yeah. And so there wasn't like, um, there wasn't like crazy album ar- artwork. There wasn't like a whole, like it was more or less like about the music and not so much about like you mm-hmm. have other EDM artists that are so much about their gimmick and what they do mm-hmm. that it's just, I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but they no, just, makes- they just throw it into the music and the music ends up being only like half of what they're trying to portray where this was mostly just the music. There was just like Im- one image and then, Time signatures. Yeah. So no, I know exact. I'll be honest. That's kind of the main reason I don't like EDM in general anymore is because it's too gimmicky. Like right. for example, one of my favorite EDM artists back in the day, which I've re-listened to his old stuff and I still don't really like it. But back then I was like, this is cool. It's unique. He has his own thing going, whatever. And then now you listen to him and it like his gimmick are the, the live shows. He builds these fucking crazy ass stages with uh, like, I think recently toured with like three, a 300,000 watt subsystem. Like that's, that's what he's known for. And so it's crazy visuals, the sound system, this crazy show. But now you listen to his music and you're like, well, you can tell everything went into the production of it. It's right. The music sucks still. Right. So that's why it's hard for me to listen to like dead mouse and stuff like that. Like those lots of times there's so much put into the gimmick that I I just, they kind of lose me on that. And, um, but I guess I also like rock bands that have a gimmick, but it's just with this, it just wasn't. Yeah. I know. It's fine. I know. There was a couple songs on this. Um, I don't remember which ones in particular, but there was a couple songs on this where it almost started going into things about dubstep. I don't like, and I was starting to get angry for a second and then it would drop into something else. I was like, Oh, oh. Yeah, okay. there's a couple okay. things. Yeah. Like there's a couple times where it started getting into some of those sounds. Um, the eighties ones, um, I definitely loved like ferociously, um, like, especially with, um, it was in, um, towards the top 1911. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if this is what they were doing in particular, but this is just what people, you know, this is what music ah, does to people. Is it wasn't plural? What was, <laughs> what wasn't plural? They. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> um, and so, um, fuck. Now I forgot my goddamn train of thought. Um, oh yeah. So with 1911, um, some of the 80 stuff they put in there, some of the sounds, it reminded me like it was almost identical to this is like way past your guys's fucking time. But like, um, in the original, like double dragon games that were on NES, um, like when you had double dragon <laughs> one, two, and three, anytime you would hit someone, it would always do this. <laughs> Oh yeah. Over mm. and over again. And so when it was doing that, I was like, Oh, it's like eighties and I'm hearing double dragon sounds right now. So there was just little things like that that just, you know, got me hard for no reason. Um, yeah. There's one song I thought you were going to like, I, don't, I can't remember which one it is either. I mean, I still struggle with the, all the, the names and stuff, but, um, I think it was maybe three eleven or three eleven super eighties feeling. Yeah, because yeah. it starts off with the dude like the spray paint can, like him shaking it up and then like spray painting, and it's like that epic. And then it goes into like fucking bouncing. It has the weird like scratching, like the I don't know. I yeah. can't do it. But like you know, I don't know. I thought you'd like that one because yeah, and like another one of them. Like I always get the feeling of just like a cyberpunk universe, like some dude fucking walking down an alleyway of like some weird cyberpunk, like dystopian fucking, you know, city. I don't know. Yeah, but. no. And that's that's what I was getting out of it, too. I mean, not necessarily the, the cyberpunk thing, but just, yeah, anytime that I can listen to 
any kind of EDM or any kind of synth wave. And it reminds me like you can practically see like the neon lights and shapes and stuff in your head when you're hearing 80s shit, then like yeah. they're, they're doing it right. And it's pretty awesome. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was good. Like, um, there was a couple songs in particular that I saved in my own, um, you know, in my own library. And those were like basically the eighties ones. Mm-hmm. The other ones weren't bad. It's just, I have a special place in my heart for the ones that yeah, the 80s no, synth wave stuff. Um, which is totally why I want to definitely start bringing up like VHS dreams and, and stuff like I'll that. Like honest, some of the heavy Eddie stuff. Cause it's, they're, they're really good. One of the reasons I picked this is cause like, I'm not as familiar with the synth wave and stuff. And I was really hoping that like, this would bring more of that to your attention because I'm genuinely curious as to what type of stuff you like that's in this kind of realm. Because I know you listen to, you know, yeah, a lot and of it's it, very so. specific. Like yeah. it's not, I don't like I've noticed that too. Like there's a lot of people that'll just put on EDM playlists and they're good with that. And I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, I want the like, specific I, have, I, I need I yeah. need I need I need a specific artist that hits specific things that I like, and then I just tend to stick with just that one, mm-hmm. that one person. So yeah. Even though this is, I guess, technically EDM, I save EDM for more of like the dubstep rhythm, like that type of stuff. Like when it comes to this, where it's closer to that synth wave, whatever, uh-huh. I just refer to it as techno to kind of make that distinction because it is easy to like, I don't know, not have them separated. Okay. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, if someone was like, yeah, like this, even though it's technically EDM, I do not view this as EDM at all. I have hmm. EDM reserved for like the rave EDM, the rave See, scene. I just the thought dubstep. that it was all EDM. I just thought that synth wave was like a sub genre. I mean, of technically EDM. it is 100%, but it's easier for me to distinguish the two styles of electronic music. Whereas Daft Punk is EDM, it's electronic dance music. Right. But to me, Daft Punk is not EDM fucking you yeah. know like elenium is closer to like edm right if that makes sense it's kind of confusing that's just the way i use it to like justify the two in my mind okay. but i don't know but anyway yeah I, i'm curious to see what lane you like as far as this style of music goes yeah and i and i it's it's funny because i don't want to double over myself and i don't want to repeat the same thing twice mm-hmm. because it's really funny because i had I don't know why this happened, but in my head, I was thinking that this was something else. Cause you just kept going. This is really weird. This is really weird. So in my head, I kept hearing you say that. And I didn't even think it was going to be fucking any kind of synth wave. Yeah. So I actually had a synth wave artist already picked up for my next artist to play. And then I heard oh, this really? and I was like, I'm moving that back. Like, I'm not going to do that twice. <laughs> I, mean, I don't, yeah, understandable. I don't want it. Cause I don't even want to listen to it twice. Yeah. yeah like yeah, I too. enjoy it, but it's got to be very, very sparse. I, I don't mind listening to it, but I do definitely don't want to do it in row. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm down to take right. a break for sure. I got yeah, my fix. So I took one of my other bands and, and put them in the place and I'll, I'll push them back like a couple and like, and like wait, because so that was actually really funny as well. Like when I listened to it, not only was I like, I'm not ready for this. I was like, I got to choose my, I got to, it's got to be a different pick. That's like, fucking funny. Wave I can't. Lengths. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't make Liam's head explode twice in a week. Like it's just yeah. not going to work out. It really wasn't as bad I as I thought. The first time I put it on, I was not in right. the mood for it. Well, and it's not that I didn't think you would it. think it was bad. I was afraid that the hearing and having to analyze one would wear you out. And then when the next yeah. one came along, you just wouldn't have as much attention Probably span not, to it. Yeah. And that's when mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I got to like, I got to push this back like a couple, Actually, a couple of turns. It's weird. Cause what you said where you'd hear certain parts and you're like, Oh, this would kind of sound sick with like a guitar or yeah. like something like that. It's funny because I feel like 
that specifically is what helped me like appreciate a lot more music in general. Cause like, for example, even if I listen to like, like jazz is a good example, uh-huh. listening to jazz, like it's fucking awesome because I listen to it and like, I'll hear the horns and I'm like, dude, that sounds sick. That would be sick as a guitar riff. Like the way it's like, like, or whatever they're doing. And yeah. I'm like, that sounds sick. And everything else is like fast jazz paced. Is so hard to listen to for me. I love it because it literally sounds like metal but with different instruments. Well, it's all technically. So I can listen to jazz. It's got to be a certain era though. Like I can't listen to any jazz that isn't the 1940s and 1950s. Anything further than that, I get totally lost. I was, yeah, I, I can't really I can't distinguish. Put on any it's jazz. It's very like and all then, over and it's like hard to follow sometimes. I don't know, just, dude. Yeah. If you view it as like rock or metal though, I don't know. Just the way I picture it in my mind. Like it, it's, it all makes so much sense. I'm like, oh shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, I like it's weird. It's almost like I get it now, kind of, if I view okay. it in that sort of style. Hmm. It's weird. Interesting. It's hard to explain. But anyway. All right. Cool. Well, Jeremy, then what's what's this uh, replacement band this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the thing. Because I, I. Yeah, I. I didn't want to do that twice. I was I was so afraid that Liam was going to be like, no. I, I don't, I don't have, I, the, been, I, don't, I, don't, I would have done it, but I'd been like, God. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure that that's what it, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's exactly what I was worried about. I was like, I can't, uh, I don't know. I don't want to do this twice. Uh, so anyway. Okay. So um, what I decided to, is I decided to uh, revert to something else, obviously, because I had to, you know, move it out for something else. So this is another band that I pulled off of my list, which is still actually a pretty long list. Um, <laughs> this is a, a, a band that I pulled off of the list of um, uh, bands to try to get Liam to like nineties rock. So this is another one of those bands that I pulled from that list because I literally have a list. I have several lists on my phone. And when I pulled that one out, that was the first list that popped up because I do like a random and that's how I pick up my album every week unless I have something come up in my head. And that's what came up. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Is it called Liam's list? What is that? Uh, No, no, no. It's just called 90s rock. But I know that I I know the purpose behind that behind that list. (laughs) That's funny. So, um, yeah. So these guys came out in uh, 1993. Um, they they got famous at the exact same time, like within the same year as um, all the other Seattle bands did. So they got signed at the same time as like Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Screaming Trees, like Mud okay. Honey, Blind Melon, like all these guys that came out of Seattle. Um, and they're called Candlebox. So we're going to listen to it's their first album that came out in 1993. It's funny. I actually recently found out about them. I'm not familiar yeah, but I found out about them yeah. recently. Um, they're one of my favorite um, Seattle rock bands. Um, the reason why I picked them is Liam tends to lean a lot towards power singers, especially power rock singers. And this guy's a power rock singer, but doing it in a like more of a 90s rock okay. environment, not okay. a power rock environment. Um, uh, his name's Kevin Martin. Um, Peter Klett, the uh, the lead guitarist, he does a lot of really cool solo work and stuff like that. Um, they mix a lot of different genres together, but it's still considered like that 90s grunge, 90s rock cool. era, even though they're not considered like heavy. They're not like Alice in Chains heavy, but they were still coming out right around the same time. So they were still like comparable with like Pearl Jam and some okay. other bands that weren't doing necessarily doing heavy shit, but just, you know, coming around that time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So this is just their first debut album. Um, 
and we'll just are they we'll, still we'll around? Or... They're still around. They actually just came out with an album. Uh, I think like three months ago. Oh, nice. Um, but their music has drastically changed since then. I think because like I still like them, but they went more into like still rock but not nearly as cool hard rock as this first album. Their first two albums, there's this self-titled one and one that came out after this, that's called Lucy. And I think that one came out in uh, 95 or something like that. I was trying to uh, figure that out on here. It's on, um, yeah, 95 is when it came out. So those ones are more heavy. And then after that, they went more into like, um, like it's still rock, but it's, it's a little bit softer, a lot more love songs. Okay. Um, a lot more ballads like this first time we're going to listen to it's got it's got like one or two ballads on there but there's still some rocky parts to it. it's not a strict acoustic the whole time sometimes I wonder with ballads because me as a person personally as a songwriter I think that they're easier to write uh-huh. so I wonder if bands get lazy when they do that I don't know but like, like that's also mm. just like me like I think like writing something softer is a lot easier to like make people feel that as opposed to like writing something like that they have to think that, about and, or that and they fall it's a journey yeah, and this yeah, yeah. will be this will be interesting to see what you think because I think the kind of ballads that they write in this album are actually harder to do. Well, yeah, that's than cool, like yeah. than like a love song or anything like that. That like I just considered a ballad to be anything rock that's like softer where they're yeah, not like too. jamming out. Yeah, it's not always like I love you, baby. Like nothing like, like that. I'm, well, yeah, when I'm writing, all I have to do is like pick a C chord and like do 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 do. Like it's not hard to write one. So right. that's why when you say a band does that, like I'm like, do they get do they get lazy um, and just catch? in on like the easiness so, of that or? yeah so like the drummer's pretty good I, I don't think he's held up there with like you know the what, what we all consider yeah. to be good drummers even up there with like Travis Barker or anything like that but I really think that the singer is pretty awesome I think he's pretty talented and he's a lot different way different than any of the other 90 singers that I've already had you listen to and I think the lead guitarist is pretty awesome because even some of his more simpler shit it's not technical but I think that they're all really good at just writing harmonies and shit and cool. you know okay. figuring that out so um, we'll see what you guys think and then we'll go from there. Yeah. So they, yeah, they just released an album in 2021 that's called Wolves. So yeah, they're, yeah. so they're still around and they still tour and, and all that stuff. So I've always wanted to see them, but never, and they always play at like small venues, like the yeah, summit I've never heard of them so. or stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. So cool. Cool. Sweet. All right. Um, so then anything else to bring up then? Um, not that I can think no, of. No, not that I can think of. Cool, cool. I'm just going to copy this and put it in there real quick and then. So I don't forget it with everything else that I've got fucking going on. All right. Well then Jeremy will be done with school on Wednesday. So then next week we'll have a, you'll be a little bit more open. Hopefully have done some more stuff. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Or at least by the Monday after that. Yeah. <laughs> when, I'm gone. When, when I'm a or little when I, more, we can't do it on the 27th. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Cause your brother's going to be here. Yeah. That's right. Even though we want and to have then, him on the show, but we can't have him on the show. You can drive his moped over. Yeah, and then there's, so gonna be saying, another day. Right? there's another day in January. I even want, I even want to do those sound effects. We could be like, "Hey, everybody, welcome, Leon's brother," and they just hear us meet me, like yeah. all <laughs> thing, and he's like, "Hey guys, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Oh, well, thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Um, and I'm Jeremy Shaw, Liam Flynn, Kirk Felberg, Two Six of the Stone. Bye, guys. Ho ho ho.